Welcome everyone to the Holstein House podcast. I'm the West Virginia woman, Robin of RobinHolstein.com and Holstein House, where my guests get a great night's sleep at a fair rate plus breakfast. This is a podcast that looks at society and culture issues affecting families in West Virginia and the United States, from food preparation and storage, gardening, home repairs, current events, and more. We'll go around the table and back in 60 minutes or less. So let's hang out and talk a while. Good morning, all y'all. How are you doing this morning? I'm Robin Holstein, and this is the Holstein House broadcast. It's Friday, November the 10th, 2023, and this is episode 114 of the Holstein House broadcast, answering questions on hosting a B&B from your home, your food pantry, your food preparation and storage questions, and more. And today, we're going to talk a little bit about five additional, yeah, five additional winter preps and hypothermia in senior citizens and maybe some current events if we get around to it. Um, I know you guys are not all senior citizens, but we have loved ones in our family that are. And uh, I thought that would be uh, something if we can get to it uh, today that we would go over. Uh, I've tried not to say, I haven't been talking to the dogs or the cats or anything much this morning uh, so trying to keep my voice from being so hoarse but honestly this isn't going away this is uh, continuing as I use the the new inhaler and um, I mean it kind of it kind of clears up a little while before I have to take the the next dose of the stuff so I'm, I'm definitely going to have to talk it's not something that my system's getting accustomed to so um, it's really it's really aggravating me, and I know it doesn't sound very good to you guys either, and I do apologize to, for that. Uh, if you're listening on the podcasts, uh, you know, I go back and I check the analytics every now and again, and I don't, it's kind of like the stock market to me. I don't look at it all the time. I just kind of, you know, go back and check and see how it's doing, uh, and I do see the numbers, and I do see that you guys are listening, and I would love to put names to your uh, numbers out there. So I'd love to hear from you if you are commenting on the podcasts uh, and not getting a response from me. That's because I don't have that particular app. And um, so if you will go to robinholstein.com to the uh, contacts page and just send me a note and say, hey, I commented over here on, I don't know, say Apple Podcasts or uh, whatever it's called, and I haven't heard from you. I will make a point of trying to to get to that podcast uh, app and uh, uh, and and you know respond back to you because I, I do want to make I do want you to understand that I know you're out there and I'd like to have a you know, little conversation with you, see what your questions are, see what your comments are, um, and uh, and uh, you know just let you know that that I've seen your messages and. Um, um, sorry, I was, <laughs> I'm kind of lofting over here, checking a couple other things on the other screen. Um, but I do, I do want to be able to do that. And, uh, I, I do want to be able to say hello to everybody. So, uh, we'll get right at it today. I have to, uh, dart out of here as soon as we're done. I have to go pick dad up and take him to an appointment for his back. And, um, I can't be late for that. <laughs> 
so I won't be able to hang out very long. We'll have to stay right at an hour today and, you know, right on cue as it was a couple of seconds before the uh, the stream started, my eyes started drippy. <laughs> I get allergy eyes and my eyes started getting drippy. And so now I'm sitting here. For those of you on the video, you can see me um, kind of, you know, touching my eyes because my eyes getting a little drippy. So I'm hoarse and my eyes are drippy and uh, and the cat's not sharing the dog bed with the dog and the dog's laying, poor little Betty's laying on the hard concrete here in the bunker and the cat's laying on the new dog bed that I got for Betty. Because <laughs> Betty's Betty's little dog bed, she she likes to be where people are. She's a boxer. She doesn't like to be by herself. And even though Bob is here, Bob's very independent. He don't care. He doesn't need to be where people are all the time. He'll go up and do his own thing. So he very seldom comes down here when I'm doing the broadcast. And uh, Betty, she's almost always down here. And when we had the water come in, when we had the flood a few weeks ago, and the water came in through the window wells, her little dog bed got wet and it got nasty and uh, it got messed up. So I got her a new one. Well, <laughs> the cat's curled up on it. So... Uh, you know, poor little Betty's sitting on the hard concrete. She could go upstairs. She could go to the to the bedroom and get up on the bed. Or she could go get on the couch or on the dog bed upstairs. But she chooses to be down here with me while I ignore her and talk to you guys. <laughs> um, we don't have anything excellent going on here with the uh, with the B&B right now. I have the calendar closed off because of all the appointments and all of the uh side things that are going on um even though people usually just come in and stay and leave the next morning i i just can't guarantee that i'm going to be here at the time they need me to be here and uh be here you know make sure that they they i don't want to say get out but you know get off and check out uh, when they're supposed to uh and i can't be a good host uh that way when i'm really distracted like that so uh the calendar is closed for um several days this month because of outside uh, outside commitments and dad's appointments and some of my own and things like that so we don't have anything exceptional going on we i was telling you um tuesday about the wildfires the forest fires excuse me um and the forest but we're having a drenching rain today it started uh, overnight and we had a little bit of drizzle yesterday but it wasn't enough to clear the air and um Today we're getting we've been started getting a drenching rain last night, slow but steady, and it's still raining, and it's supposed to continue raining until this afternoon. So those wildfires are predicted to be um, put out, but now the mountains are um, I don't want to say ugly because I don't want to you know there's not, I believe that God makes beautiful things and there's a purpose for it, but but we're getting into the browns of November. The most of the leaves are off the trees now. The rain is pulling down what hasn't been. This, what's left there is this dark brownish orange looking thing. Um, and so the bareness and the brown November is starting to show. So we're going to be moving into obviously Thanksgiving and to the into the holiday season where indoor activities are where everything is at. I really need to get I haven't put out any decoration. Well, I take it back. I did put some decorations in the guest room for autumn, but I don't have anything upstairs in the main main floor of the house that has anything to do with the season. <laughs> I did get the porch. The porch does have some uh, pillows, porch pillows and things, outdoor pillows and things for for the autumn season. But <laughs> other than that, that's been it. I've just been so tremendously busy. 
um, that, uh, hey, Mike, it's good to see you on there. I saw it, Mike, uh, um, the Philippine Nomad, is uh, sent me a link in the um, Telegram app about a work, a uh, self-reliance festival in uh, the Philippines that he's going to be going to. Let me see what's it called. I got I to gotta pull it up on this other. One of these days, I'm going to update my tech. It's the sixth, number six, sixth annual Philippine Permaculture Con Convergence. I, I, I said a self-reliance, but it's a permaculture. Building practical life skills for self-sufficiency and sustainability. Uh, I can't read the location. It's too small. I don't know that I can pronounce that anyway. <laughs> Uh, the first day is in the bamboo building, which I almost thought that said, Mike, I almost thought it said bamboo building as in building stuff with bamboo. And we have scads of it here within a rock's throw of my back porch. I mean, it's taken over places. It's just crazy. Um, someone planted it years ago and it's just, of course, there's a grass and it's just spread everywhere. And I thought, hey, I could learn to build stuff out of bamboo. But that's not what it was. It's the bamboo building. PKC and Melu Peters, sustenance, food foraging, processing, and food as medicine. Uh, day two, composting. Father Constantine Legaspino, earth oven building, beekeeping, wood building, forest gardening, day three, trees and forestry. Uh, Leodato, is that what that, see, practice, I don't know what that means. And then social permaculture. It sounds like a lot of fun. I would love to be able to go to that. Um. Maybe I'd love to fly to the Philippines. And <laughs> I hate flying, though. I really do. Um, I do fly if I have to, but I really hate it. It's not a joyful experience for me at all. So I just I absolutely don't like to do it. I'm not quite John Madden. You know, John Madden used to only go where he could take a bus or an RV kind of bus thing. And I can't, I just can't fly. I mean, I can fly, but I don't, I just don't like it. But that, that uh, over, that sounds really neat, uh, Mike. And I, I wish, uh, I wish I was able to go to that. I hope you get to go and, and I hope you, I hope you can share some of what you've learned. And uh, what, which, would you go to all of the, uh, it looks like, I mean, I, I didn't go uh, real deep. I just looked at what you sent. Um, it looks like those things are back to back and not con at, at the same time. So you would um, be able to maybe to go all of them. Is there one particular topic or are you going to try to hit them all? Let me scoot this over a little bit so I can see better. When he comments, there's a, a delay. Plus, he's in the Philippines. I mean, it's a long way. <laughs> Technology's great. You know, back back in my grandparents' day, uh, you were lucky to be able to get a, a telephone operator to patch you through to the next city and to try to get 
to communicate with people in another country. I mean, it was it it's amazing. And then we can be on these uh, live streams and like with Mike and Bernaldo and some of the other ones, you're just you can communicate with them in seconds. It's people. We don't stop and think about it often enough. Uh, Mike says it's a three. It is three days. There's an, a one day package, but yes, better to go. To all, it's always better to go to all of them if you can. But you know, obviously, you can't always do that. But uh, or maybe not always want to. I've I've been to come well, now. This was back when I was in the corporate world. Um, you would go to a conference and you just eye roll. Everything was just awful. But the idea at the conferences was really to, to network with people, and I can do that a little bit. I'm not real good at it. I, I struggle when I first, after I left uh, state government and started working for myself uh, and was building Robin's desktop, which was an administrative consulting business that I was building up and I did pretty well for a long time. In my initial steps, trying to go to um, the, um, like chamber of commerce events and stuff and meet people and talk to people, it's really difficult for me. And I know what it is for a lot of people. Um, and, and I went to one and I talked to a guy who seemed to be a, a you know, a, a compassionate looking person. <laughs> and I said, I've never been to one of these before. I'm not really sure what to do. And the ones that I would go to around here were just really opportunities to get drunk for free. I mean, <laughs> and it was just awful and it was always the good looking people and always the salespeople. and you know I didn't really fall into all of those categories but he said just walk up to people and say hello hand them your card and, and tell them what you do and I'm like you don't I, I this is really hard for me to walk up to somebody I don't know I do better if I have a friend with me where we can where I've kind of got that support with with me um, but I couldn't always do that because the folks that I'm friends with were were working they were still working in the corporate world and I was trying to build my own business and eventually I did get um, a couple of good contracts enough to take care of what I needed to I had uh, uh, chemical alliance and was one of my major clients for a long time and I had an I had a rent-free office in their building because I would work for them and I specifically purposely and this is just how my brain works and how I work ethically ethically I um, I was offered the use of their equipment use our, our stuff to do whatever you want to I really didn't like that. Um, so I, I had brought in my own computer, my own desk and stuff. And so went the time that I spent working on their actual things, um, I had my computer that <laughs> would, would log in, would um, um, connect with their computer. And then I, you know, I had one of those uh, screen sharing things and I would uh, log me in. I'd log into their computer and do work from mine onto theirs through the network and then I would send everything out that way and uh, but I had full use of the facility so if I was given a workshop I could use the small theater and uh, uh, their their copy machine if I needed to use it for anything and um, I really I did fairly well but then the building was being sold and contracts were changing and then COVID so I ended up leaving her there uh party lines on the local exchange were the thing yeah party lines yeah yeah party well and then now you got you still yet have kind of a party lines you know when you go online and you're you know you're talking to groups and in group chats and stuff 
Uh, Mike says, I had way more than enough of those sales conferences back in the corporate world. Basically, a big party for sales reps and account execs. Yeah. Now, if you were a good-looking young lady, little tiny little waist and large breasts, <laughs> you know, you could you could get all the business you wanted, whether it was for the boss or whether it was for yourself. <laughs> But um, I didn't, I didn't, uh, I, I, I wasn't interested in it. I was really trying to build my business and I had a hard time with that. Um, I had a guy, I went, to, after I left uh, one state agency, I went to one of those, um, oh, what are they called? Um, darn it. And you go, you sit down and they try to find jobs for you forget what the name it was and you, you fill out all these forms about all your skills and stuff and uh, this guy was just wild he said you know all the contacts you government contacts you have you you could charge a fortune I'm like those folks didn't give me their contact information to abuse that way see because I just can't I can't just uh, it's just me I can't just say okay I have this big contact list of people who I, I used to connect with when I was in the you know in state government so now I'm going to use those for my own benefit now that I'm not in state government I just could do it I mean if you can more power to you but I never could so there's not a whole lot going on in the um, in the B&B world right now for me um, we talked a little bit about taxes the other day, but uh, there's nothing exciting going on there. Uh, miscellaneous stuff, I'm, you know, there's nothing. I still, unless it comes today, I don't have my MRI appointment for my lungs yet. I, it should have come. I would have thought that it would have been here by now, but it isn't. Um, the inhaler, I think, is helping to a point. I'm starting to notice that it's not lasting 12 hours, so he's... He said take it in the morning and then the evening and um, or twice a day, morning and evening. That's how he put it. And so I've been trying to take it around six o'clock because we get up, you know, I, I get up between 4.15, 4.30, usually about 4.30. I get out. Of, I'm usually awake before then because when he gets up, I wake up. But I, I give him time in the bathroom and stuff. Um, and so I've got the animals fed, and right now that it's daylight at, at seven o'clock, the sun comes up at seven, and uh, so at six o'clock is a good time to to do the inhaler. And then in the evenings, we're we've finished dinner, all the animals are fed, um, and right now it's dark, so the the ducks, the poultry house is closed, and um, so six o'clock is you know the news is coming on. We're sitting down to watch the the news and. Um, it's a good time. So six and six is a good time, but I'm noticing it's not lasting that long. Um, I did go, I did take the dogs for a walk yesterday. I drove out to our Walmart. It sounds dumb to drive it, but I don't want to have to take the, there's some neighbors that have dogs in their yard and we haven't been walking for a long time. And I didn't want to start our first walk by chasing the dogs away from the neighbor fences and stuff. So I took the dogs up to, um, up to Walmart and parked in the back corner of the lot and I walked them around the whole perimeter of the store the not 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 just the parking lot but around the back of the store and everything I thought that was a mile but we did that in about a half hour and so it 
I, I thought, that's kind of fast. It must not be a mile all the way around. So I drove it. And they were probably wondering if I was casing the place, but it wasn't. Um, and I drove it. And so it must, it's not quite a mile around there. I'm not sure what it is. I'm going to have to do one of those tracking apps. Um, I used to have, um, oh, what's it called? Wolf Tracks? No. It was an it was a tracking app that helped that you could benefit a um, a nonprofit for. Anyway, I I don't have it on my phone anymore because I wasn't using it. But um, I'm gonna have to turn that on and see exactly how far around it because I need to work up to two miles a day again. And it was easy when I was able to walk from the house to Walmart and back because I knew the exact spot to turn around where I was gonna hit two miles. But I didn't realize how bad off I am right now, even with my walking. Um, I, I hadn't walked very far at all. I like to walk at a pretty quick clip. And I just was really struggling with my lungs. I thought I was going to collapse right there. And um, it was crazy. It, it finally passed. Uh, and I got to a decent uh, a decent. Um, um, stride and I was doing okay but I initially just was like oh my gosh gasp it sounded like a carp or a, or a catfish on land you know if you've ever heard of catfish um, when you take it out of the water and you know, it's just laying there and it's just making this weird noise that's what I was sounding like was that crazy catfish so um, I, I just, <laughs> I re didn't realize how bad off I had been. So I'm, I'm slowly working that back up. I did wear my Brooks and I uh, had a lot of leg pain later in the evening, but I think that's just because I hadn't been walking. Uh, we'll see. I've got my Brooks on again today and we'll see if, um, if uh, I have any trouble. Hopefully when I take dad to have his injection, he'll, I'll be able to walk the parking lot, but it's been a cold rain. So, um, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen there. All right. General projects are all the same as they have been. We haven't done anything new. Um, I'm, I'm hanging in there with the, the two videos a week. Um, and um, I'm trying to, I really need to figure out, I've got to do some more regular videos. I, I am so uh, not doing videos I don't mean the live ones. I mean, you know, uh, in, informational videos that it's, it's just crazy. I just haven't been able to get anything done. Um, I took a, a snapshot of myself yesterday at the dark while I was waiting on Tad. But that's as close as I could get to doing any kind of... I just wish people could... I, I, one of these times, I'm going to have to get a camera that'll hold like eight hours of footage and and just pin it on me somewhere and just say here spend the day with robin and so that people can see not necessarily you guys but people can see exactly what all i'm dealing with from day to day um because i'll have people say well you can you can just go do this um like i have a newsletter for the church that i do and um i had i'd asked somebody to to contribute to it, somebody associated with the church. And I said, would you like to contribute to it? And they, oh yeah, yeah, we would. And I said, well, I need your, your story or whatever your, your message is going to be before the end of the month, each month. And 
they didn't contribute and didn't contribute. And then I saw them one day and I was handing them the, the, the printed version, which I need to mail out the, oh shoot, I forgot to mail out the print version. And uh, they said, well, you know, you should just go lift something off my Facebook page and put in here uh, instead of me sending you something. And I'm like, I, I know that sounds like it's really easy. Just go do that. I don't have time to chase down all your stuff and sort through all your stuff. And, and it sounds mean. Um, but I don't. I really don't. Pe I don't mean this to be a gripe, gripe fest, but people just don't get uh, how much, uh, what all I have going on and why adding one more little thing is not an option anymore. And then when you tell them no, they get upset. So um, I'm not, uh, I'm not inclined to take on anything else. But uh so I still, and it it's just, I have not been keeping up with my video productions like I should, the, the informational ones. Now, what I was thinking was I could, should, all the workshops that I've done at the church um, for our lunch and learns, I really need to, to make videos out of those and put those up. Uh, I can't, I can't, I can't record in the church during the service so um because it just people don't want to be seen and they don't like it the, these folks don't like it when you're videoing while they're in there doing stuff and the acoustics are awful anyway so I, i'll come up with something i'm sorry I, I ramble and then when i try to go use the um opus pro it says you don't have a good call for action it would be better if you had a better call to action and I just don't do that very well. <laughs> so chickens are still plunking away. I had I actually had an egg this morning by seven o'clock. I had a little white egg. It was, well, it wasn't little. It was standard size white egg. So I'm my eyes are brown, and one of my eyes are browns, and one of my leg um, um, leghorns are still laying. Mostly every other day. Uh, some days I'm getting two. So I'm actually getting like one a day, one a brown one here and a white one there. And sometimes I get a brown and a white one at the same day. Uh, meaning two, the ducks are still producing. <laughs> one of the ducks gave me one of them little baby eggs the other day, a little teeny tiny one. And I thought, man, you, <laughs> what'd you do? How'd you get all messed up? But uh, they're still, they're still producing. I need to uh, wash eggs this afternoon and uh, get those taken care of, get them in the refrigerator. I had someone ask me if I had any eggs and I said, no, I don't. They're, they're molting right now, most of them. And, and so I won't, I don't have any that available. Well, let me know when you do. The thing is, is people want them this time of year all the time. They don't want them in the spring. They don't, well, I do, I have somebody who buys them, but people don't want fresh eggs until it's winter time. And then, but if you are, you know, just not forcing your chickens to lay in the wintertime, you're not going to have very many. So um, that reminds me, I need to check the ones in the lime. I need to get those out if they have gone bad because they've been in there a long time now. They don't stay forever. And hmm, yeah, I got to remind myself, Robin, make yourself a note. Get those eggs out of the lime water. Because I, but when I went through a period of time where I didn't have anybody buying them, uh, on a regular basis and um, so I ended up with a lot of eggs that one year and I put them in in half gallon jars and uh, I did a video on that too I really did 
it's out there. It's on the YouTube. <laughs> so I put them in lime water. And then I did a video on taking one out and eating it. And I, I, I filmed it from, from taking it out and smelling it to make sure it wasn't rotten because you can smell them if they've gone bad. And, you know, washing it off and, and cracking it and looking at it. And I did have one that wasn't very good. And I, in that video, the first one I took out, the one that was on the top, wasn't very good. And um, so I, I did the video and I showed that this egg is not very good and this is why. And so I discarded it and I got another one out and I showed this one smells good. It looks good, you know, and I, I videoed myself, you know, scrambling that egg up and eating it. I mean, and I didn't get sick. It was fine. But it's been a little while now. I think they're probably gone bad. It's, you got it. You can't keep them forever. You can keep them about 18 months to two years or so. But I think I've gone past that now. Uh, Bible study. We're still studying the book of Revelation. For those of you who may be interested, the book of Revelation, chapter 17 last week. We do chapter 18 this week we're going to double up on a few so that we finish by the end of the year. The ladies don't want to meet uh, for Bible study the week of Thanksgiving or the week of Christmas. So I'm going to sit down with a calendar and work that out. Then I understand that Advent comes in late this year. So actually Christmas Eve ends up being the fourth Sunday of Advent, which um, kind of jams things together with um, New Year's and Epiphany and Sunday and all this other stuff. So I need to work on the calendar for that, uh, for what we're going to do at the church. We don't do a whole lot. We're so small, but um, maybe this year we'll be able to um, do a special service for Christmas Eve. Um, of course, that will be on Sunday. Um, I will figure something out. I'd like to have a, a special evening service, um, uh, prayer service for uh, Israel. But I have to present that. I have to work it out. I have to think it through because I just, I don't have time. <laughs> it sounds awful. But I, I'd like to try to get that done. Our lunch and learns, um, we had our gifts in a jar on Wednesday. And that went real well. I actually had a couple ladies from Boone County, um, which depending on what part of Boone County you're from, isn't very far of a drive. But so they drove probably about 20 minutes or so to, to come over and participate in that. And I was really excited. They came because they saw it, not on Facebook, but on Eventbrite. So I had put um, the um, uh, Lunch and Learn on Eventbrite and created tickets for it. And so when she was signing up for something else on Eventbrite, it popped up. Here's an event you might like. And they came. And it was really good. We held great conversation. Also, uh, Carla, uh, she's not on today, but she was able to come out and uh, she joined us. So she got her shirt. For those of you who may, may or may not have paid any attention, Carla won a T-shirt a long time ago <laughs> about about back in the spring. And um, and I never did get it to her. And it had been sitting here forever, and I was able to get her her shirt. <laughs> we had a nice long conversation. That was a really long day. I ended up not getting back. I got I go over to set up for our Bibles and brunch and our lunch and learn. I I leave the house around eight fifteen. So at eight o'clock, I'm ordering online our Subway because we provide lunch. Um, I uh, order from Subway. Then about eight fifteen, I leave the house. And head over to Walmart, which is where the subway is. Plus, I pick up 
uh, refreshments over there for uh, usually a, a few donuts because for Bibles and Brunch, we usually have four to six people. So it doesn't, we don't have a lot there. And, um, but I pick that up and I pick up lunch and then I'm over at the church by 9.15 to set up the AV, make sure the laptop I use is going to connect, make sure it's up to date because stupid stuff is constantly updating. Uh, the software just is always updating and it's aggravating to me um, how often it, it happens and, and continuously and um so I, I want to start that stuff up. If it's going to update and restart and update and restart, then it, it can do that while I'm setting up the coffee pots and stuff and uh, setting the tables or setting the, the snack table out, you know, putting the things on the tray and setting that out for everybody. And then by 10 o'clock, we start Bible study. We, re, we have an hour in between. So at 11 o'clock, we're usually finished with Bible study, but bathroom washing hands you know last minute things if i'm doing the workshop then i'm getting things set up for the workshop if i'm not doing the workshop i'm you know writing out the church bills and the ladies and i are talking about church stuff and family stuff and supporting each other and then lunch and learn at noon finish up by one start cleaning up after that usually i'm home by 1 30 2 o'clock but this this wednesday i wasn't home till 3 30 it just because there was a lot of conversation happening afterwards and I had so much to clean up and, uh, but it was, it was a good, it was a good uh, lunch and learn. And uh, if any of you guys are in the West Virginia area and um, in the Kanawha County area of West Virginia, look us up at the Diamond United Methodist Church on Facebook and um, consider coming out to our lunch and learn. This one, this Wednesday won't be lunch and learn. It'll be an evening presentation by the West Virginia State Extension Office and it's going to be on, you know, fixing turkeys and stuff for Thanksgiving. It's kind of generic, but I'm hoping, I'm hoping, I haven't heard back from John. Uh, we were trying to get approved to uh, donate turkeys to the participants because you would have to register. And John hasn't gotten back to me on that. So I, I'm, I get flustered when people don't get back to me in, in good time. I've asked him twice since Monday and I haven't heard back from him. So I know he's busy but I still, I kind of need answers from him. So, um, that's about it for that. Uh, local news. There was something I was going to talk about. Uh, there was actually a house explosion in Charleston this morning and I caught, um, I caught a little bit about it and it was, um, it had just happened. Uh, so there was still a fire department on the scene and there's still flames and all that stuff. But I about guarantee when they do the investigation, it's going to be a gas leak or something. And this is the time of year that that's going to be happening. And please, please, please check your heating systems. Uh, have someone who's not usually in the house come around and see if they smell gas, if you use gas to heat with um, because you could have a little leak and you not notice it because you're used to it, but uh, it'd be a, um, it'd be a significant leak that could, could do that with the slightest spark. You know, it's just crazy. Um, and watch your uh, in uh, space heaters, uh, get a carbon, carbon monoxide monitor in a room that you have a space heater in whether you use the little buddies uh, with propanes or if you use electric and for heaven's sakes, keep them away from anything that might get hot enough to catch fire. 
you might not think it will. But if it's close enough, it's going to be it's it's going to be dangerous. So be very, very careful. And it needs to be somewhere where it won't get kicked over. I mean, just it's the time of year when all these things are going to happen. And then come Christmas time when you start putting your decorations up, the draw, the demand on your electrical system could cause be don't put a, an electric heater on it on an extension cord it'll burn that extension cord up. Even if you've done it a million times, it's weakening that extension cord. And the million and first time, it might catch flame and um, and burn your house down. And we don't want that for anyone. Nationally, I don't talk about the elections or anything much. I, I'm so aggravated with all of that stuff. It's not even funny. Um, I still believe very strongly in voting, but I also believe that you've got to educate yourself. Don't just follow the the crowd on this stuff. Listen to what the if and I've said this before. There are so many people who don't vote that if they would, it could change things for the better. The people who want to um, take this country down are voting. They're voting. And if we want to stop it, we've got to vote. So I'm a, I'm a firm believer in voting. I know there's a lot of people who don't, but I, I do. I do. I don't see it as wasted. Betty, do you didn't get your little spot? But Abby's not in this on the pillow anymore. You better go get on the pillow, Betty. <laughs> um, but look, it, we we have to pay attention. We do have a responsibility as citizens of this country. And, um, you know, you and I may disagree on on something political and our votes may cancel each other out. But, but we still need to be voting. We still need to be voting. Um, so I'm going to get on to uh, <clears throat> the primary five topics, another five preps for the wintertime. And these are not necessarily for the it hits the fan um, situations. These are just good ideas to uh, to have uh, to take care of. Regardless, these are things five additional things that you need to prepare, and maybe you can get that this week. Uh, a manual can opener. A manual can opener will be a life saver if you lose electricity. Um, there are still plenty of products put in cans that do not have the little pop tops. I don't really trust the pop tops for long term. Um, I just really feel like if it's that easy for me to peel it, it's that easy for it to come undone. <laughs> so, uh, but uh, a manual can opener. And you may want to have a miniature one in a go bag. If you have a go bag or a get home bag that you keep um, with a few things in it, you know, to sustain you to from, from point A to point B. My go bag would only be for about uh, a 12 mile walk, 12 or 15 mile walk. So I probably wouldn't have anything in it that's canned. Um, but uh, if you have a, um, a go bag or you have a um, bug out bag, a lot of people like to call it, you may have some things in cans that you take with you. Uh, if you don't, if you, wherever you're going to be, wherever you are right now, make sure you have a manual can opener so that, uh, now I do have one of those, uh, what they used to call P38. It's a little thing about this big and you can put it on a key ring, but it has a, it has a little hook that swings out 
and you do like this on your can and you just kind of rock it through and uh, cut that can open it's uh it used to simply be it used to come in the sea uh, ration packs for the military and it was something that the the military used to keep on hand you can get them at uh, at um sporting goods shops sometimes and you can get a military surplus you can get them online and stuff they're handy to have around i ended up finding that i got stabbed by mine so i took it off the key ring and uh, i had one in my billfold but i don't tend to carry a billfold and anymore if you go into a federal building you have you can't have something like that on your person <clears throat> so you you have to be careful about those but a manual can opener is going to be a lifesaver rock salt or ice melt um, it can be either i like to get the pet friendly ice melt uh, so that it doesn't irritate the dog's feet now we don't have a lot of places to use it uh, look, our, our sidewalk out front is you know maybe four or five yards so it's just as easy to uh to just let it be except that if you're expecting packages or if you're expecting people anytime you think someone's coming on your property you need to make sure that those walkways are clear if you tend to have a lot of snow and uh, you may want to keep a little bit of oh and the next one is sand uh contractor sand it doesn't don't you don't need to get play sand unless it's just easier for you to get a smaller package of that keep that in your vehicle so that if you're out in the snow and you get you know kind of you slide and your wheels are sliding you can stop you can throw some sand under your your tires and that will give you a little bit of traction to get out people also use cat litter for that i'm i'm thinking cat litter for me is too expensive to do that um but uh, you could use a cat, cat litter jug because a lot of the cat litter now comes with the most plastic jugs and put sand in that and keep that in the back of your vehicle um, a snow shovel snow shovels are different they're a lot wider and they have a um, like a, a, a oh they're kind of made like a spoon because they have a little dip in them but they're wider so that and you can get a lot more snow out that way i have used a regular shovel but um it's easier to use a snow shovel but you want to make sure you have one of those you can also get little foldable shovels if, to keep in your vehicle um, again you'd get those in the camping section of your sporting goods shop um, i have one somewhere i need to find it and get it out and get it in my, the problem with putting anything in my car right now is that wheelchair that i'm hauling for dad so um, it takes up a lot of room in the back of my little car and other than you know getting a different car which i really don't want to do um i don't want the expense of it i i just don't want another car but i, I may have to um I have a milk crate. It's not a real milk crate. It's one of those plastic ones that you buy at the store and they look like milk crates um, that I keep, you know, like a quart of oil. And I keep windshield fluid and just some odd and things that I may need for the car. And I keep that in the back of the car until I started having to take that wheelchair. And I'm struggling in my mind now because I need to have those things handy it, just in case. Uh, but um, I don't have anywhere to put it with that wheelchair now. So I, um, oh, 
uh, Jesse Howie over here, and I didn't see Jesse. Oops, come on. Uh, over here on Rumble. Maybe. I don't know how long ago she, Jesse popped in there and said hello. Uh, it doesn't say what time. It doesn't have a time stamp on that. But yeah, Jesse Howie, glad to see you. Sorry, I, the thing is, you can I can stream to Rumble, but it doesn't. Um, Streamyard doesn't share the uh, comments on Rumble, so you have to have it open on a different screen. And if you don't, you don't see it. <laughs> so I apologize for that. Uh, Jesse, for not seeing you sooner, and I hope you won't run away um, and uh, be upset by me not saying hello very very soon. But yeah, a snow shovel or any shovel, really. Uh, like I said, you can get those foldable shovels at the um, camp's uh, sporting goods store, and you can have one of those tucked away in your vehicle. And an ice scraper, you know, we we giggle about it. I've got I go through so many ice scrapers, and the reason I go through them is I don't buy high end ones. I end up buying them at the dollar store, I buy them at Walmart, and they end up cracking and breaking. And then here I am, just I have a piece of an ice scraper about that big, and I'm trying to trying to um, scrape the ice with it, and I I do a really poor job of it. <laughs> So um, I, that's one of the areas where, you know, I need to, I need to walk the talk. <laughs> oh, Jesse says just now, oh, uh, just now I'm late. Love hearing you. I'll go back and listen to the beginning later. I'm into winter prepping right now. That's, that's great, Jesse. Um, I, I welcome anybody whether you have to go back and listen to the replay or not. I, I love it. I really do. I appreciate it very much. And I love comments and your questions. And if you have a specific question, don't be afraid to ask. Even if I don't know, I'll say, I don't know. I'll find out if I can. But um, these are just these five things. I mean, these are easy things that most of us can get hold of that um, aren't won't break the bank that you don't have to get the really expensive stuff on. I'm a big believer. I, I know there are people out there who are all about, you know, buy, I'll say quality, uh, buy quality. But I also know that there's a lot of us out there who at different points in our life don't have the, the, um, the money to buy the high-end stuff so we have to start somewhere and I'd rather you start somewhere than not have it at all so if you know if a manual can opener is something that you, the only something you can get at the dollar store understand that it's going to be frustrating to use uh, but you will be able to use it because a lot of the lower end hand manual can openers aren't really sturdy, aren't really strong and you'll fight with them a lot they won't be really sharp but better to have one than not then know that eventually you can go up to higher end manual can opener um, to have and that sounds kind of trivial manual can opener but if you are in a position where you have where your electricity is off you you, you need to open a can now there are 
YouTube videos out there where people will take a can of tuna or whatever on a cinder block and scrub it. Well, you're going to have to have a cinder block and not everybody's going to be in a situation where they have a cinder block. <laughs> so I'd rather you start, you have something. Uh, rock salt is easy. It, it doesn't even have to be rock salt, but um, you can get... Um, Kosher salt would do the same thing if you're in a bind and you just need to have a little bit of something. Um, the idea behind rock salt, the pieces are large and it you can spread it out and it'll melt a larger area. Ice melt is easier on your pets if you if you read it. Uh, and it because rock salt or salt of any kind will irritate the pads of your pet's feet. It'll get up between their toes in the little hairy areas and it'll stick in there and then they'll lick it and it's all, it gets, makes a big mess uh, for your pets. Um, the sand is good for traction so you can mix and I've seen places mix sand and ice melt or rock salt in a in a bucket or in a in a little plastic jug. You could even use an old um, plastic uh, coffee can. I say can, but it's plastic a coffee can um, to mix this and have it sitting out where it won't get wet, but it's there and available. And you can just throw it out, throw handfuls out. But you want to first, you want to remove the snow. So you want to use your snow shovel, get the, get as much snow and ice off of your sidewalk, your steps, whatever you're treating, and then put the rock salt ice melt and or sand down so that you've got the least amount of uh, ice and snow to deal with as possible. And, um, you know, these are, these are really easy ones, but sometimes we don't think about it. I go out to the car and it's all iced up and the windshield wipers are stuck because I didn't, you know, lift them up so that they're not sitting on the windshield and there's a layer of ice and all this. And that's where these things come in. And, you know, also, again, if you lose your power uh, or the ability to heat your home, um, well, these aren't so much for heating your home, but you need to have something there for that. So take the time, look at what you have handy and, you know, put get you don't even have to buy a new backpack. You can go to a thrift shop and get a backpack and put some of these things in there. Put a Ziploc bag of sand in there to put in your car to have handy if you don't want to use a milk crate or if you don't have anything to use it. The plastic uh, coffee containers, I keep those all the time. And they're great to have to put this stuff in. Just take a Sharpie pen or some kind of marker, mark the top of what it is, you know, salt and sand or whatever you've got and set to set out so that you have it uh, there in easy reach and you know what it is or you, to keep in your car to keep it from spilling all over the place because you don't necessarily have to keep a big bag of contractors sand in your car you just need enough to get you out of a, of a bad spot so those things can come in handy maybe I'll, I'll have to do a video on those just to show not that it, not that you wouldn't know how but just to show this is what I'm talking about you know, here's your jug put your salt put your sand you know and so you know, those are just a few things. We've done how many, what, 15 so far, 15 or 20 so far. And we'll, we'll do a few more. Uh, and maybe I'll do one gigantic list. And I don't, I don't know. I could maybe put everything out on a table. I don't have, I, I do have access to Mr. Holstein's garage and to the shop. I can maybe do a video out there on those things. 
instead of always sitting here. I have to think that out some more. All right, then the last thing I want to talk about, uh, we've got about eight minutes, and I do have to be pretty close to time today because I have to take Dad to his appointment in a little bit ago, in a little bit ago, in a little bit. I want to talk just briefly, and I may spend more time on this later, on uh, cold weather safety for our senior citizens or even yourself um, because, you know, depending on your age, um, maybe you may fall into this category. I get uh, aggravated every now and again because what age is a senior citizen? I go to uh, Shoney's, uh, local um, American sit-down uh, and buffet-style restaurant, and they're, they're, they're giving me a senior discount. Well, I asked them one time, I said, What's, what age is senior citizen? And they, they said 55 for them. And I'm thinking, I that doesn't sound right, but okay. And it really ends up that you're only getting the drink free. But uh, that's okay. <laughs> if, if there's a couple of us, that's a couple bucks off the bill that I can turn around and use as the tip for the waitress. Um, but senior citizens are always trying, you know, especially if you're on a fixed income, are always trying to manage uh their costs, right? And so the cost of energy continues to skyrocket as our government decides that it's better for everyone to be forced onto solar, especially in areas like West Virginia, where solar power is hit and miss, whether it's going to even work for you or not. But uh, our our senior citizens will tend to turn the thermostat way down and try to save money on their heat uh, or electric. And um, it can be dangerous. It can be dangerous for them. Um, seniors, senior citizens need to keep a body temperature above uh, 95. If you start getting down to 95 in your core body temperature, you're looking at hyperthermia. And um, it, senior citizens may not notice that. If, if you have, and when I think senior, I'm kind of talking 70s, okay? It doesn't have to be 70s. It can be younger. But I'm in my brain, senior citizen is around 70 years old. Your skin is thinner. Your body, even if you're overweight, your body fat is thinner. Your muscle tone is thinner. Your body's moving slower. You're generally probably not eating as well or as much as you should be. And even if you're in a, a care facility, uh, they like to, they keep temperatures really cool in those places. Sometimes you go in a hospital and about freeze to death. Uh, especially in the stupid emergency room. I go in with dad on occasion whenever he's not well, and we go in, it's like, this place is cold. So, which is, I don't know what the point of that is, but uh, your home temperature is, if you're a senior or if your parents are senior or your grandparents, if depending on who you're looking at, needs to be between 60 and 65 degrees at a minimum. And that may not be warm enough. Uh, to keep you safe. So as people try to cut back uh, on their expenses, uh, because everything is going up, there is, you know, I I'm sorry, when you talk inflation, you need to, you need to count the energy costs and food costs in, the, in inflation, because that's the major, major things. Oh, pardon me. Um, but hyperthermia, Older adults can lose bo body heat really quick. Um, and hypothermia, and I, I'm saying hyperthermia, but it's hypothermia with an O. 
um, happens when your body temperature gets to 95 or below. It can cause heart attacks. It can cause kidney failure or kidney issues. It can damage your liver. It can be, it can, you know, it, hypothermia is a serious, dangerous thing. Uh, it's not just being out in the cold, although being out in the cold obviously can cause it. If your house is too cold, it can, it can be that way too. You got to keep your home warm. You got to keep your surroundings warm. Um, if you're sick, if you have a chronic disease or something, it can get really cold uh, or even average cold can affect your body uh, in a negative way. Uh, what I might be able to be comfortable in at, at 65, if you're ill or you have a chronic illness, it might be too cold for you at 65. So, um, and if, if, you know, our parents or grandparents who are living by themselves perhaps and trying to save money, don't think that through. And then when you get cold, your brain doesn't work as well either. So there's these, these accumulating issues that can happen if you get too cold. So for safety's sake, you or your family, whomever it is, your loved one or your friends or whatever, have to keep your house between 68 and 70 degrees Fahrenheit. Um, if you're concerned about your, uh, your, the cost of heating your home and or your apartment wherever you're living you can close off rooms we talked a little bit before about putting those draft blockers at the bottom of your doors uh, using those heavy uh, curtains or using a couple layers if you can't afford the heavy ones and you can get the light ones have someone help you put up you know an extra um, rod for curtains so that you can hang up a couple layers to keep down the drafts off your windows um, if you can't afford those little door thingies, roll up some some old blankets, some old towels or something. Uh, if you have to use a rubber band on the ends, use rubber bands on anything. Heck, even a pool noodle, you know, up against the bottom of your doors can help block some of those drafts. Um, keep your blinds and curtains shut uh, if you can to keep, you know, those drafts down. Have someone caulk your windows. I went through last year and uh, got a caulk gun and they're really easy i mean it's not it's easy to do to caulk if you have gaps if your windows are older and, and you have gaps between the window and the window frames add some layers now when you get to be a senior citizen sometimes that can be a problem because seniors have trouble with their fingers and sometimes fine motor activities with buttons and things but try to put on layers if you have to put on a couple button-up shirts that you, that you don't button you know maybe you have a tank i do this all the time but you have a tank top and a button-up shirt um that you don't button or maybe you have a couple of them or maybe you have a sweater or a vest sweater uh, but layers and keep your feet warm if you have to get shoes that are a size bigger so that you can wear a heavier sock take care of that do that especially around the house my house has the has the original wood floors and the floors get really really cold to me and so um now i don't wear just socks i've got house shoes that i wear that are, have little grippies on them and sometimes i wear these they're made like crocs but they're not croc brand they're they're a generic brand i got the grocery store on sale <laughs> but you know i'll have socks on and i'll have those on because those have good grip on the floor i'm not sliding because daggone you don't want to fall um reconsider thermal underwear i mean you know there was a time when people wore thermal underwear 
reconsider wearing some thermal underwear uh, under your pajamas. My grandfather, I remember my on my dad's side, my grandfather used to wear his pajama bottoms under his outside pants through in, in sometimes, and it was funny. Uh, they weren't thermals. They were regular pajama bottoms because you could sometimes see them underneath it. Uh, hanging out when he would sit and watch TV and stuff, but it was an extra layer to help keep warm. And you have to have, you have to have enough calories in your diet to help, you know, your body burn and keep warm uh, that way too. With our chickens, you know, chick, of course, chickens are cold blooded. I mean, technically they're reptiles, but uh, you, you need, they need extra calories. So I give them extra scratch grains in the evenings so that when the nights get really chilly, that they've got enough in there to, to, to burn and uh, keep themselves warm. And if you're a drinker, cut back or quit altogether. Alcohol, even moderate alcohol, can make you lose body heat. You think you're warm all over, but that's because your veins are dilated and all the heat is escaping. <laughs> so, and have somebody check on you. Um, we like to be independent. But we do need our community and we need people in our community who are going to check on us and make sure that our houses are warm, that that we're uh, we're warm all over and, um, you know, that that we're OK and can check for maybe gas leaks. Like I was talking about that place um, blowing up this morning. Mike says, I inherited an old school manual can bottle opener from my from my uncle. Yeah, that's an old school. That's I have I have three or four of them. I have a couple that are really aggravating to use, but if I have to use them, I will. And then I have a higher end one that um, I think I paid about six or eight bucks for it. But it it works. It, the problem I have with it is that the handle the the um, cushion on the handle comes loose. So, but it's also good. I kept them. My younger son Brian. Uh, when he was when he was a child, he had a lot of dext hand motor issues because he had been premature child and he was going through um, therapy for a long time and one of the things that they said is don't don't give him all the easy way outs this the hand can opener was something that he could work and keep his hand strength up so i'm going to start wrapping up here mike i want you to have a great weekend weekend and if you get any more information on that um on that uh, uh, conference thingy let me know. I'd love to see how that goes and, and what you decide to attend and stuff. Um, then uh, I've got to go because I've got to get dad uh, taken care of. Mike says, I borrowed my wife's legging to wear underneath my outdoor pants when I went hiking, camping up Tall Peak. It was like, oh, well, Joe Namath. <laughs> Joe Namath is, is famous for, he was a famous quarterback. He was famous for wearing uh, pantyhose. To keep his leg warm <laughs> so you know it doesn't matter as long as you're warm and it does not matter so what the, there are some really heavy late uh, women's stockings that they make you know for winter time perfectly acceptable and it may be easier on your legs and on your body to wear something like uh, you know pantyhose because you don't have them cutting off at the knees or at the thigh or wherever, like socks. I have some socks on now that are tall. So I miss the old tube socks um, from back in the day. I love tube socks. They'll come up all the way up to your knees and they stay there. But uh, it helps keep your feet and your legs warm because you can get frostbite. You can get frostbite easily from exposed skin sometimes. So we're going to stop there, guys. Um, 
I'm going to try to do a really decent close today. <laughs> I think Tuesday, I kind of chopped it off really quick. But if you if you got this far in the show, then I want to thank you for, for hanging out and for being here. And I invite you to the Holstein House chat on Telegram. If you have a Telegram account, it's Holstein House chat. Um, it, you will have to wait until I approve you. That's just to keep, I had some really uh, filthy people coming in there spamming it and it was really bad one time so I did that uh, don't be afraid to create the account if you want to uh, come and join us on the Holstein house chat if you want to go to robinholstein.com check out the information there go to the contact page I have a list of all the social media uh, accounts where I, I'm I'm sort of active I'm not overly active on all of them but uh, Facebook is there and MeWe is there and free settings there all of them are there so you can give that a look and and don't forget you know if you haven't already liked please do like the stream today and uh, consider subscribing I don't charge for subscriptions <laughs> not at this point I don't have a lot going on to do that but uh, we will uh, we'll finish up. And I do appreciate everyone being here. And uh, yeah, Mike, you have an unbelievable and safe weekend as well. And we will talk to you again uh, on Tuesday, Tuesday at 10 o'clock Eastern. See you then. Bye-bye. So there you have it. Post your comments, do all that boosting, liking, sharing, thumbs up, and stuff that helps spread the word and poke the algorithms. Follow me on most of the big social media platforms and look for my name, Robin Holstein, or Holstein House. Till next time, bye-bye.